evening, everyone. Welcome to RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host and owner of RAWF in the game we all know of as Wrestler Unstoppable. I am Lord Amadeus. My co-host is here, the legend himself. Vacant is here. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, señor. Como esta? Ah, I see, I see. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm, we be in. We be in now that I think about it. I'm better. As I you know, I'm, I'm feeling awesome. And I'm excited because one week from tomorrow night, Uh-oh. Graveyard you Smash. Said, you said the phrase. What'd I say? You said everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome. I love that song. I, that's a thing? Is it, it's I, from the Lego movie. It's a great song. Lego movie. I See, can't say that I have ever... I, I, I can't I, say that I've ever seen a Lego soul. movie. I'm sorry? You heard I my didn't soul. Know, I didn't know you were a Lego kind of person. How, of course, I am. A, I am a master builder, which is different than a master. Bu- Never mind. We're on air. Uh-uh-uh. Anywho, uh, so we are coming to you live from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, folks. Just eight nights away did, from. Did you say Butthole Rouge? No, I said Baton Baton Rouge. Baton oh, Baton that's, Rouge. That's very different because Butthole Rouge sounds something you'd only find in the porn industry, and that would be. Oh weird. my word. I, uh, you know, it, 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 yeah, okay. Killer Three Belts knows what I'm talking about. You go, Gila. You go. Uh, uh, Can you tell? I, I'm making up for lost time. I had a couple of weeks where I was a little nervous because you know things normally happen this time of year, but because now you know, I, I, I feel like I'm in the clear. I have, I have. Some, so you're, have so some you're making up for lost time. Yes, see, see. I see. So. Want a Twinkie? Let me see here. So maybe I just need to play this. I know better. Yeah, it doesn't work. Fake lightning is not near as. Anyways, no, it's not the same. See, when it's the real lightning, all the hair on my arm stands up on end from the it right. happened. No, well, yeah, but I tell you what, I'm I'm going to ask you a favor, and I'm going to ask the favor of everyone else listening or someone, <laughs> anyone who might call in. Uh, <laughs> you know, trying to get past the whole, you know, maestro thing. So That's for the I remainder got. of the show, for the remainder of the show, for the entire show here, I do not want to hear that name. I do not want that 
name mentioned. You will know this. Here. I haven't said the name. I know you haven't, and I'm, but I'm saying it so that people know what word I'm actually talking about. We don't need to talk, speak of such matters because there's no point to, and I don't want to hear about it anymore. I already got Hobo Ezekiel in my office the other day. Uh, he, he's all nervous about about the maestro. He freaking drew me some pretty pictures and ruined some perfectly graveyard graveyard taco dip that was just oh, I was looking so much forward to it, and he comes in and throws it against the wall. Because and if you guys didn't see it, go check it out uh, in the scenes tab at RAWF headquarters. But yeah, already got him doing it. And then Claymore, of course, pulling his bullshit, uh, trying to get trying to get me to come out with the maestro. No, not doing that. Maestro's gone, done, finished. Ding dong, the bitch is dead. Yes, that's not how that goes. As I said last week, Blaze McCoy apparently did what he said he was going to do and got rid of him because, like, as you know, anytime as it, Graveyard Smash gets closer, the stronger Maestro, I don't, I hear nothing. So I'm good. Maestro gone. Bye-bye, Maestro. We're done with it. So I would appreciate it if we don't even mention him the rest of the night. All right? That goes for I, you. That goes for good. anybody we're else. Good. All right. So, that being said, uh, where to start tonight? We got some GM reports to get to. Let's start with our ultimate gauntlet GM, and uh, I think hopefully he has something to report. If yeah, hopefully. If not, then he can make something up because he's good at that. Let's bring on. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it G. Go ahead, your family slam. Fuck around, beat it that hologram. Big dog way off the collar. Don't bother with the cane. Can't keep me like the way I need my face. Go at six feet deep. Where the dead man sleeps. With the rat that creep. And my flesh for me. And the maggot still sleep. By the open wounds. Ladies and gentlemen, Big Purple, the Paragon of Greatness, is here. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, L.A., and holy crap, do I have a report for you. I'll tell you what, when somebody says that they uh, might have to make something up on the spot because maybe they forgot to tell uh, the owner of the company that they don't have anything to report, well, Paragon of Greatness is the guy that you go to because I have got a report for you that I'm going to be making up off the top of my head right now at this very moment. Okay, so we have ourselves an Ultimate Gauntlet Championship match that started at last week's Superstars between the rider Johnny Blaze, currently known as Rattlesnake Blaze, because Halloween and, you know, he's taking on the Immortal Griffith, currently the Immortal of Greatness, or whatever thing that he's doing right now. I believe it's the Paragon The Paragon of Immortality, you know, the guy that's dressed like me. So it's it's one guy that is against another guy, but they're both dressed as different guys. It's so messed up. But we've got ourselves an Ultimate Gauntlet Championship match. Right now it looks like the champion is at a distinct advantage, but we may find out coming up in the very near future if Rattlesnake Blaze can turn the tide. With that being said, this matchup has at most about six and a half days left. 
if they both were to happen to milk the clock entirely. That being said, I anticipate it will be finished by that point. I will be starting the Ultimate Gauntlet again on the 27th on Wednesday. The Ultimate Gauntlet starts back up. Remember this season, the new rules are if somebody runs the gauntlet, they will receive the title match at the next available show, no matter what that show might be. All right. Thank you, Paragon. I knew I I I, I had all the faith in the world. You pull. Thank you, sir. An exquisite, exquisite report from the Paragon of Greatness and the Ultimate Gauntlet. Next up, I have everyone, your tag report from Unstoppable. R.A.W.F. Tags Report. Four teams went undefeated this season. The top five tag teams of Season 8 are in first place and facing the tag team champs Swords and Scimitars at Graveyard Smash are Desaad and Desaad and the Giant, which is Marky Desaad and Denzel the Giant. In second place were Amora, D.W. and Slashy. In third place, Dungeons and Dragons, Paragon and Knox Boogie. In fourth place, Feral Beast, which was the Cougar and Beast. And in fifth place, The Greater Good, Papa Shaker and Luke Cage. The final top ten has been posted in the TAG's top ten rankings on the RAWF main page. And the new season is now open for signups. If you're in need of a partner, check the scene out. Signups for Season 9 will close Sunday, October 31st, after the Graveyard Smash pay-per-view radio show. That from Unstoppabot. Thank you, Unstoppabot. Excellent job as always. Um, beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 boop. I, 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 was think, really... I was think I was thanking them in their native language. You were thanking the robot. Okay. Moving right along, we now bring on our high-voltage invitational and anything goes GM, the first lady of anarchy herself. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger Did that to me. That's yeah. Fair. 
That's fair. It would be awkward. I mean, after all, she is a ex-sister-in-law, so it's kind of, it would be like, mm-hmm. Look, in Mexico, Plus, that just means she's likely to be her next wife. Uh-uh. I mean, I know it's not likely. Sorry, you know, did I say that married. too quickly? That's 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 part of the family tree I do not want to be on. Anyways, um, Coog? Okay, I, I what, 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 what's you? wrong with that part of the family tree? Moving right along to GM reports, Coogs, where would you like to start? Well, considering high voltage, they're still in the cages and getting, you know, singed, I don't have much to go there. So that's the high voltage report. On to anything goes. We do have a competitor for Hobo, so I will need Hobo to contact me within the next five days to let me know what kind of match he wants for his title defense at Graveyard Smash. Due to a technicality, the winner is the unsettled Chris Cage. Oh, wow. All right. Technical wins are the best wins. Well, Rules weren't followed, and we all know how I am about rules. It's true. Kind so of the one person that That's right. So the one person that had the chance to keep Chris from winning didn't follow the rules, and he was disqualified. I believe uh, the correct American colloquialism for that is dope. <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct, Elvacan. Correct. So, Hobo Ezekiel to take on the unsettled King Chris Cage for the Anything Goes Championship at Graveyard Smash. All right. Good to know. Add that to our killer lineup for Graveyard Smash. Literally, it could very well be. Uh, But we'll talk about that in just a few moments. So, Coogs, anything to add? Uh, I will have scenes set up probably next week before Graveyard Smash for the new seasons of both Anything Goes and High Voltage. I should finish all my personal appearances uh, early next week. All right. Thank you, Coogs, very, very much. And uh, we'll talk to you on just a, we'll talk to you more in just a little bit. Uh, I believe that is all the GM reports we have for this evening. So now moving on to event tournament, event slash tournament reports. Actually, let me... Check on one thing before I officially end. Uh, the new season of 321 has been made and put in the network, and is well, I'm assuming that signups are probably over for that because signups go quickly. Uh, but 32 to 1 uh, comes to you live from New Zealand, the new season, and uh, we'll get more information on that down the road from the lovely Raven, the Enchanted. Checking, checking. She was supposed All to right. report on the pay per view for that, wasn't she? Uh, actually, what she what she reports is that the immortal Griffith won the last season of Thirty Two to One, and him being the current champion gets to choose his opponent. He has already done so along with the steps, and we'll talk about that when I do the in just a bit when I do the rundown for Graveyard Smash, but. That being said, actually, I said tournament report. So let's go to, first of all, the arsehole of the month. It was won by Sarge Denzel. Sorry, he's now Sarge Denzel. 
Uh, he will challenge these for the men's championship at Graveyard Smash. And the biatch of the month was won by Diesel Warrior. She challenges Kitty Kabam for the estrogen title at Graveyard Smash. And then the extra points tournament is also over. That was won by Mithras the Title Machine. So, with that being said, L Vacant, why don't you read us the update rankings update? Rankings update. Oh, I think I have that right here. Oh, here, look, it's right here in this handy dandy form you sent me before the show. All right, so here we go, everybody. This is seven. Out of 12 matches, right? You can all do basic math. You understand what that means, right? Seven out of 12, seven, 12, not the whole month, seven, seven. All right, here we go. Ooh, what was that? That that came from the bowels of hell. That was, that's not, ooh, that's unpleasant. Pardon me. All right, in 25th place, we have Uncle Frank. In 24th place, we have the Hawkster Bully. In 23rd place, we have Aaron McFadden. In 22nd place, we have the Immortal Griffith. In 21st place, we have the Mancunian Maniac. There's a name we haven't seen in a little while. In 20th place, we have Nightcrawler. In 19th place, just above him, where I'm sure she loves it, the Cougar. In 18th place, Kane, the cannot spell his own name, Governor. In 17th place, we have, oh, he, he kind of came out of nowhere, Strangleheart. In 17th place, place we have Mr. Three Belts himself, Killer Neptune. In 15th place, we have, oh, look at that, Starlight. Oh, hold on, Starlight. In 14th place, we have Rattlesnake Ron. In 13th place, we have, he, he, he grins every time I do that. It's great. In, in 13th place, we have Claymore. In 12th place, we have Diesel Warrior. In 11th place, we have uh, the most aptly ma- named man, but with a new piece to his name, the unsettled king, Chris Cage. In 10th place, we have the power player, Luke Cage. In 9th place, we have, uh, coming from uh, out of nowhere, is Eva, 9th place. In 8th place, we have Hobo Ezekiel. That's right, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. In seventh place, we have Marcus Conan. In sixth place, we have, oh, look, another fiery redhead over here, Wildfire. In fifth place, oh, I see, because it's Halloween, right. In fifth place, we have Sarge Denzel. In fourth place, we have Baba Shaker. In third place, we have... It's good. It's been a while since we've seen Beast, although it's up there. Good, good job, Beast. In second place, we have our extra points winner, Mithras, the title machine. And in first place, still holding on, simply the best. There you go. Our top 25 out of 7 out of 12 matches. Indeed. 7 out of 12 matches. That's what it looks like thus far. And it's going to be a good one. Some new names on there. A couple new names. Uh... Mancunian Maniac. We don't get to you don't get to say his name very often. As well, Eva in her debut uh, seems to be doing quite well. Debut at number nine there. So, all right, looking good, sounding good. That is your updated rankings for this period. Seven out of twelve. All right, Elvacant. Time to talk about the big one just 
eight nights away. Graveyard Smash coming to you live from the Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, it's going to be huge, to say the least. We've already seen, talked about the Anything Goes match between Hobo Ezekiel and the Unsettled King Chris Cage. That's going to be huge. Uh, then you've got uh, Kitty Kabam defending the Estrogen title against DW. DW, it'll be a big night for her as she'll be challenging for two championships. Uh, she will also be challenging the unsettled king, Chris Cage, for the national title. But let's start from the top. The big one is for the World Heavyweight Championships, the Immortal Griffith and Mithras the Title Machine, quite arguably the two greatest superstars in R.A.W.F. history. It's a match. Uh, whenever these two get together, it's a huge match. What do you see happening at Graveyard Smash? Uh, an explosion. That's what I said. No, uh, I think it's going to be some incredible matches. Uh, I think... I mean, a lot of them are just too difficult to call. I mean, like you said, this world championship match, I mean, they've each taken titles away from each other multiple times at this point. Like, it, you never know what's going to happen when they face. Um, and that's that's not normal to say when it comes comes to our current world champion, right? Usually there's someone who's got his number or someone that can't seem to beat him. But th- that's not the case here. Like, this, they kind of go back and forth pretty evenly. Um the you know and, and some of the some of the undercard matches I mean or that the platinum dragon looks amazing like we've got we've got some really great matches uh, like it's it's almost weird to see this kind of card not at our biggest pay per view of the year right like like it's 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 like suddenly Halloween is trying to be our biggest pay per view of the year and you know Griff will have another match as well he's defending the Supreme Fighter Championship. I guess an opponent, he, hopefully he will just tell us who that opponent and the steps are tonight here, but uh, he will have another match. Mithras will be in four title matches. Uh, not only will he be challenging for the world title, he'll be defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against Simply the Best. He'll be challenging Kill the Neptune for the Powerball Championship, as well as defending his Hatfield and McCoy Championship against opponent to be named, hopefully, uh, very soon. Uh so, big night for Mithras and Griff. They're going to be fourth front. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a huge night for the title machine, especially. Uh, you have the unsettled Chris Cage defending the national title against DW. Uh, who do you like for the national title? Your your thoughts on that match? I honestly, I I I, I think DWs do. Like she's been like up in the up in the title scene for quite some time now. I I, I think she's due for a win. I think she's gonna walk out with that title. Okay, so you see her beating the the unsettled king, Chris Cage. All right. D. What about her match against Kitty Kabam for the Estrogen title? Does she walk out with two championships at Graveyard Smash? That that's a good question. Um. My gut says yes, but K- Kitty Kabam has surprised me before. So, like, I, I mean, I'm going to go with yes. I think she's going to take two belts. All right. Well, very. It, it, it's been a while. It's definitely due her, as you said. She's definitely due to be holding some gold, considering where she's at in the overall rankings for the year and always in the top ten. So, yeah, I agree that it could very well be leaning towards her winning two championships at Graveyard Smash. Maeve O'Hare, who 
well, we heard last week was a little bit, I don't want to say ill, but she was certainly not at her best, uh, considering what's been going on with her. She does have to defend the Midnight Hobo Championship against Dev. Your thoughts on that match? That's going to be a rough match. Um, I mean, if she goes out and fights the way she just fought against Hobo, I don't. I feel bad for Dev. I mean, that was brutal. Um, but uh, Dev's no joke, right? I mean, I, that's, I think that's going to be a, a tight match. That's hard to call. Agreed. It is definitely going to be tight. Uh, and it's could, but it's going to be a certainly uh, awesome match between those two. Uh, Dev, of course, an RAWF Hall of Famer, knows how to win gold here in RAWF. A stiff challenge for Maeve. Fubar City Championship, Rattlesnake Ron and the Hawkster. We've talked about this. We've known this one for a couple weeks now. Uh, who do you like? When you, would you think of Ron and Hawkster? Normally, I would say Hawkster, right? You know, I've been kind of supporting him for a while. Although, look, there's been a real attitude change in him of late, you know, ever since he's joined up with certain people. Um, and, and frankly, I, I don't know that it's been for the better. I don't think it's been helping him. I, I actually think I've seen a, a, a degradation in performance. Um, and he's, he's going up against somebody that you, you, you have to be at the top of your game to beat. I, I just don't think, not to mention Hawkster, you know, and I don't mean to be mean, but he, he, he kind of has a little bit of a pay-per-view-itis, if you know what I mean, right? Like, he, you know, he does awesome, and then he gets underneath that bright light and sort of melts a little bit. So I, I just – I think smart money's on Ron here. Okay. I have to agree. But Hawkster, you know, it's it, it'll be a, it, extremely – it's going to be an extremely violent match. Uh, Fubar Siege ma- matches usually are. And they could be out on Bourbon Street. That would be fun if they fought all the way out to Bourbon Street. I like a good... If they do, I'm bringing beads. Ah, yeah, that'd be fun. We could do that. Uh, Triple Crown Championship. I mentioned mentioned Denzel. He's got a big night. He will not, not only is he challenging for the men's championship, he is also going to be in the Triple Crown Championship match. Uh, champion Luke Cage defends against the Teflon Sheik and Sarge Denzel... Your thoughts on the Triple Crown Championship matchup? Hmm. Sorry, I was thinking about throwing beads. I'm sorry. Uh, who are contenders again? You have the champion Luke Cage. You have the Teflon Sheik, and you have Denzel. Hmm. You know, I think it's funny because he always complains in the back that you know. Apparently, I don't. You know, I never support him, and I never think he's going to win. I'm never. I never call him as a win. But you know, I, I try to call him as fairly as I can. You know, in this case, I I think I think Luke is going to retain. I I think it's his his to win. All right, I can. I, we, that's going to be interesting. It'll be a big night for Denzel certainly. Uh, those two big title matches. Where there it is. All right. So Wildfire will defend the Multimedia Championship against Kane the Governor. Uh, despite his spelling. Do you think Kane can win the multimedia title from Wildy? Well, seeing it's the multimedia title, which means, you know, some of that's online, and people online don't know how to spell. If he's going to win a title, that's the one that makes sense, right? <laughs> I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Uh, so you're picking Kane over Wildy then? 
Well, I didn't say that. I just said it would make sense for him to have the belt. Uh, no, no, I, I think Wildfire is going to, you know, you know, live up to her name and just light him on fire and you know, douse him after she wins the belt. Like, all it's, right. That's all, it's all wildy. She's, she's, she's going to keep that belt. I mean, come on. You just asked me if I was going to choose the guy who can't spell or the hot redhead. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> you go hot redhead every time. I do. Uh, I really do. If you've noticed, there's a trend. Killing Neptune, the great, who is technically the greatest Powerball champion in R.A.W. history, has to defend against Mithras, the title machine, who is arguably several has several title reigns to his his to his resume that can be centered at greatest. Uh, who do you like when Killing Neptune faces Mithras? I, look, I I love Killer Three Belts, I do, but wow, that's that's a hell of a challenge in front of him there. Um, I good good luck, Killa, but I I gotta say I I think I I think Mithras might uh, might uh, oh, mm, yeah I think he may uh, be adding a belt to his collection there. All right, we will see. We shall certainly see. That'll be big. Uh, Killa Neptune has well his his fate his opponent is determined by the costume contest currently going on in on in RAWF. Uh, you still have about a week or so to get into the costume scene. Uh, if you haven't already, to create a costume from WU, WU's uh, extensive store. Create a costume, go in there, and a uh, chance to win wrestler bucks or possibly even a champion's choice championship shot at Graveyard Smash uh, against Killa Neptune. All right, as we heard from Ike from Unstoppable earlier, Swords and Scimitars will defend the tag team titles against Desaad and the Giant, Marquis Desaad and Denzel. This will be Denzel's third title match of the evening, but it'll also be a chance for Marquis Desaad to, find, to win some gold here in R.A.W.F. Who do you like when those two teams collide? Oh, uh, hmm. I, I'm gonna look. I actually think Mark Marquita said. Uh, you know, I think that's an underdog team right there, right? Like I think, but I, I, I think maybe I think they're gonna do it. All right. And I'm uh, receiving a text from uh, Hatfield McCoy GM at Judgment. He says Mithras has picked his opponent, or picked a number. Uh, we will get to that as soon as that. Announcing that here in just a second, let's go over a couple of the other matches at uh, Graveyard Smash. We have the Buried Alive match between the Caliber Brothers, Mark and Alex. One of them will, uh, their career in R.A.W.F. will be over if they are buried alive. Uh, A footnote to this, Mark Caliber with an ankle injury suffered at the hands of, I want to say his brother last week, and a match on Superstars. So, yeah, he he suffered an ankle injury against a match against Denzel when his brother tripped him from the outside. Uh, we'll talk more about that with Mark later in the program. But, yeah, Mark's suffering a serious injury. However, uh, he is, plans on still participating in this Buried Alive match. Is that a wise decision, El Vacant, considering no. what's, on, what's at stake here? I didn't think so either. Uh, I, I I totally don't think that that's a wise move. I mean, but, I think it was a wise decision on his brother's part to come out and you know, hey, let me just low bridge you here. 
but uh, uh, just saying, no, I'm going to go ahead with the match anyway, That's uh, that might be a case of more balls than brains, you know? I agree. What I totally think of Also on the card, Hell in a Cell between the Hardcore Metal Man and a Buckshot. A Hobo Jungle match between Hobo Ezekiel and Liam O'Shaughnessy. And a Fubar City Street Fight between Alley Knight and a Big F and Hitman. Also, Slashy will take on Lord Darkstinger in a, reg- in, a, in a rankings match. That ought to be fun. So that is officially uh, what we got. Let me see if finally get the text from... No, he hasn't gotten me the text. So when I get that text from Judgment... Uh, I'll be able to announce who Mithras is facing for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Oh, there it is. Coming across the board now, it will be Slashy. Slashy of the Renegades to face uh, Mithras for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship at Graveyard Smash. So, good luck to Slashy. All right, that ought to be a good one. Mithras, so we know Mithras will be defending against Slashy, challenging Killer Neptune, defending against Simply the Best, and then challenging the Immortal Griffith. Using that, using your crystal ball, L-Vacant, uh, the great L-Vacant, how do you see Mithras's night playing out at Graveyard Smash considering all the matches he has? Uh, it- Exhaustingly, I expect it to be an exhausting night for him. That's a hell of a night. Um, let's see. I think he's gonna honestly, I think he's gonna come out with one more title than he goes in with, but I don't necessarily know which three it'll be. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. So, you, you, you see him going three and one. All right. All right. Well, we will see what happens. That's it. it's it's not it's definitely a tough slate for the title machine. <laughs> right? That's you know. <laughs> we we don't we we've had other people in the past that kind of do this sort of thing where they're like, "Oh, look, a pay-per-view. Give me like, you know, all the matches. That'd be fine. I'm good." You know, but um you know, usually the, the two people who are most likely to do that aren't, you know, what we would call mortal. So, um, you know, now we got like, just a normal guy on, you know, I guess, well, looking at him, I'd say horse steroids. I'm not really sure. No offense. Um, but, uh, you know, I, like he's just a normal dude. And he, now he's going to do quadruple duty again. I don't know that the title machine would agree with you that he's a normal man. Uh, he certainly... You know he's human. He's not he he's not immortal, but at the same time, he's certainly uh, more than just your average Joe, uh, average wrestler. He is uh, as well, he, I, as he's always been. When I say normal, I mean like you know not not ab as in the opposite of abnormal. Ah, gotcha. I gotcha. I hear you. So with that being said, Mithras the title machine. Has has a huge plate uh, at Graveyard Smash. What will happen? We'll find out here in eight days. Uh, these, I mean, Denzel, as we mentioned, three big title matches for him. All three are as the challenger. How many does, does 
can Denzel take a graveyard smash of those three, do you think? Hmm. What are the three again? Give me the three again. He's challenging D's for the men's championship. He will be in the Triple Crown Championship against Luke Cage and the Teflon Sheik, and he and Marky decide challenging the tag team champion Swords and Scimitars. Well, I've already said I think uh, I, I think Luke's going to maintain. I think he's going to take the other two. You think Denzel will be the new men's champion and the new one half of the new tag team champions, but he will not win the triple crown. I I, I don't think that. I I, I just, everything out there is telling me Luke's going to maintain that. And I don't even know why, right? Like the numbers say maybe he shouldn't, but like, it's just, you know, that felt there's a distinct, uh, championship advantage, and you know, I, I I tend to go with my gut, you know. And I admittedly, I had some burritos earlier, so my gut could just be being a gut, but it's telling me go with Luke. Okay, so we will find out. We shall find out at Graveyard Smash. So up next, we talk about superstars tomorrow. Coming to you live from the Raising Cane's River Center. Here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, last week, Papa Shaker successful defending the Superstars title against Strangleheart. This week, he defends it against Dr. Kent. That is his. That is your main event tomorrow in Baton Rouge on Superstars. So, yeah, that'll be it. Let's get Papa Shaker. Uh, he's been Superstars champion a couple times, and uh, he's enjoying this reign. We will see what happens tomorrow. All right, so L Vacant, with that being said, it's let's bring on our Midnight Hobo champion. Last week, uh, as you know, she did not, she was not feeling well after Eva's promo broke into our station. Uh, maybe, hopefully, she's feeling better tonight. Let's find out. Our reigning Midnight Hobo champion, ladies and gentlemen, she is. Feeling? 
I'm feeling fine. How are you, lost man? I'm good. All right. Well, good to hear. I'm was kind of concerned about you, certainly. Uh, but I, I mean, yeah, I just was after what happened last week when you had to be helped, you know, helped to the back. Elvacan had to, you know, take care of you there for a bit. But are you feeling better now? Everything's good. Everything's fine. I've been having a fantastic week. I had a wonderful match. I have to thank you so much for booking me against Hobo last week. It's a fantastic match. match. Wonderful. That's what you get. Well, you don't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't think that we're a good match. Oh, I mean, it was, I yeah, I mean, it was a match. Did you have a question for you? Have you maybe, I don't know, watched the playback? No, I, I, I don't usually do that unless I'm facing the same person again. I'm going to suggest that maybe, just maybe, just going on a limb here, maybe you might want to do that. Why? What happened? I see you were uh, not your normal uh, self in the ring. What 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 is yeah, trying I, to I, say I, is, I, and it's I not just it was not just in the match with Hobo. It's been in other matches as well. You you seem to be much more aggressive in the last week. I, I mean, well, it's not meant to do be aggressive and win matches. You made the poor man pee himself. Well, made, that's no you, problem of you know, I don't think I like the tone you're taking with me. I, it's not a tone. I, well, I mean, maybe there is a tone. I don't know. But look, no, I'm saying, I'm just saying maybe something, you're just, you seem a little off. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to please you folks. You're, 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 you're oh, I mean, we can talk about how to please me, but. I don't oh, think you can boy. handle me. All right. Well, I mean, first thing is first. If you didn't have match, I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll get to that. Let's talk about your midnight hobo title defense at Graveyard Smash yeah, again. Let's talk about that. Let's are you going to talk about that. Being in that match too, vacant? No, I, I think you'll need to be that way in that match. To be honest. I mean, I just, just so long as I'm not going to hurt your feelings by by being mean. And I would, oh, I, I, mean, I never scared. said you hurt my feelings. I, I mean, I kind of like it when the redheads get a little feisty, you know. Yeah, I know. I noticed you were talking about how you always pick the sexy redheads, but you wouldn't pick me in the match. So uh, I think that means that you don't think I'm a sexy redhead. I know. No, I hair. specifically didn't pick so. anyone in your match. Uh-huh. I think. Okay, easy, 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 easy. Take it. Wow, Maeve, relax. Take it, take it easy. Right. So it's. For fuck's sake. Yeah, you're only talking like Mickey Mouse, but you're fine. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Dev. Your, I mean, you have gone up a few options, it's true. Hey, let's, talk about, let's talk about Dev. Uh, R.A.W.F. Hall what of Famer about? knows how to win cold, win gold, uh, and win cold in R.A.W.F. Uh, certainly, you are, you've had a couple weeks now to prepare for plan. What what are your thoughts on facing Dev at Graveyard Smash? I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to do my best, and I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to rip their freaking head off. What do you think I'm going to do?
Okay. Hey, Redhead, wake up. You there? Oh, son. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I almost missed the show. Oh, I just, I just need one thing from you, if, if in you wouldn't mind. Sure. What, what, what's up? At the pay-per-view, I'd like a match. Okay. I'm assuming against the woman that we've been hearing, Eva. Yeah. Eva. I... I need a match with Eva. Please. Okay, I can do that. If you, that's really what you want. It will be you versus Eva. Of course it's what I want. What I've always wanted. Uh, uh, oh, okay. All right, you, you got it, mate. No, no problem. I appreciate you, boss man. No vacant? Something wrong, vacant. I, uh, yes, everything. Everything is wrong. That's unfortunate. You know, you should talk to her, and everything will make so much more sense. Oh, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to stay as far the hell away from her as I can. Bruja. At Graveyard Smash, Maeve O'Hare will defend the Night Hobo Championship against Dev and will take on Eva as well. Maeve, um, good luck. Um, thank you, Maeve. What is, are we, what? Yes, 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 Maeve. 
Happy to see you. Happy to see you too. Um, and there she goes. Okay. Um, L vacant. Question. Mm-hmm. Is this how I usually act during this time of year? Yeah. Kind of like that. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I think we're going to take a song break. And when we return, we'll be talking with the likes of the World Heavyweight Champion, the Immortal Griffith. Uh, Paragon will talk some more with us. Uh, I believe Hobo Ezekiel and Mark Caliber and the Cougar also all on deck. We'll be right back. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm awake for all this. Usually I would. Okay. Be right back, folks.
your boy Blaze McCoy, the lunatic kick from the sticks, the Steel City Sultan, your dungeon master, creator, commentator, promoter, MC, DJ, ring announcer, play-by-play, all that good stuff. And you're tuned into the Blaze Radio Network as part of the Digital Wrestling Syndicate here on YouTube, where we're showcasing your original created characters with custom shows, titles, arenas, and music. Our digital wrestling shows feature you in action in the ring, putting unity back in the community and repping many other channels with unique events like the Combat Kingdom Stable Wars, game nights with interactive chat games and prizes, the Get Blaze Talk Show with special guests, show reviews, recaps, and live interviews, digital collector cards, free roster pages on our Wix website where you can find everything you need to know about LPD, and check out the Tee Public Store for your LPD merchandise. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Blaze Brews Eliminator Beer. Don't get eliminated. Get obliterated. Drink Eliminator Beer. And sit back, relax, let the AI take you for a ride. But always remember this. We're all leaning towards death. Some are just a little bit closer. Peace and positive vibes to all you. And stay tuned to Blaze Radio. Hook, line, and sinker. This is your boy, Blaze McCoy, saying, see ya. In my dream. <laughs> and, we're ba- <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is our AWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. And that was your boy, Blaze McCoy, on the Blaze Radio Network on YouTube, part of the Digital Wrestling Syndicate. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, L vacant. That was uh, certainly interesting with Maeve, uh, but uh, hopefully she's whatever this is go. It's, it's that time of year, I suppose, and I guess I should just uh, I don't know. Hey, whew. all right. I'm gonna bring back in the Paragon of Greatness for a moment. Paragon. Yo. How you doing, today? so? Uh, Let's talk about kill a kill a two kill a three belts for a second, if we could. Since uh, I, neither hit, you, you know what, go back to that. Kill a two belts. That sounds that sounds right. At least after Graveyard Smash, it sounds like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you believe that, and I'm sure he'll be happy to hear you believe that. But uh, let's talk about Killa. He's going to have a big night at Graveyard Smash. We do not yet know his opponent. Uh, for either the insane mofo or champions choice championship those still to be determined but 
he's got to face Mithras, the title machine, in one of Mithras's four big matches. Uh, your thoughts on your brother having to defend against Mithras, that Powerball championship that he uh, enjoys so much? So, ironically, uh, I may be uniquely qualified to analyze this match. Uh, we we frequently, ad nauseum sometimes, kind of go over this um, holy trinity, if you would, of the R.A.W.F. Um, top of the card. You know, you're Immortal Griffith, you're Mithras of the Title Machine, you're Paragon of Greatness. The three of us have seen each other in so many matches and so many particularly high-profile matches over the years that uh, one could say that we've we've become experts on each other and a way that only top-level competition can familiarize somebody with another wrestler. And then you've got my brother, uh, Killin' Neptune, uh, of course, my flesh and blood, somebody that I have worked with from the day that he first stepped into the ring until this day, uh, even though sometimes it might get a little hard to work with him because uh, imagine having to deal with that guy 24-7. But that's beside the point. Uh, this is what I have to say about that match. Mithras is the better wrestler. Mithras is stronger. Mithras might be faster. Mithras has the experience. He has the momentum. He has pretty much every tangible advantage you could bring. But what Killa has intangible advantage. Mithras, the title machine, he's going into this pay-per-view uh of course, a stacked night for him, all kinds of matches, top to bottom of the card, Mithras is going to be there. Uh, and Mithras, he is the title machine. Uh, obviously, he cares very much about winning these titles, collecting these belts, uh, having that resume get padded. But when your focuses and your attention are going to be drawn across several matches, and this match in particular being one that's probably lower on the totem pole for him. No no disrespect intended to the Powerball division, but Mithras, the title machine, is probably going to be looking ahead to some of the bigger matches. This is going to be one of his earlier matches in the night. That is the opportunity that Killa Neptune has in this match, because Killa is loving this Killa three belts thing. This ego boost has made him a brand new shark man he he is popping up all over the place he's got he you know he's got a, a a new spring in his step he's he's got the jokes for days he he looks renewed reinvigorated he's happy for the first time in a long time and holding on to that momentum and holding on to those three belts is something that is incredibly important to him not just in the moment but potentially to like what kill a neptune will be doing in R.A.W.F. moving forward. Uh, this match, to him, is the the focus of the night. And for Mithras, it is a match that he's having. That is what Killa Neptune has to use in order to turn the tide in his advantage. Killa is a Hall of Famer. He is a tactically sound wrestler. He knows how to figure out people's weaknesses and take advantages of them. Plus, uh, anybody who's ever faced Killa Neptune would tell you that he's one of the luckiest wrestlers that has ever stepped into a ring. I, I'm, I'm surprised that he's a shark man because you would think that he's 
he's a horse because the man must have at least four horseshoes on him somewhere. Uh, I think with the right amount of luck and the right amount of timing, Killa Neptune could pull this upset and probably to the chagrin of his brother that's going to have to listen to him talk about beating the title machine, we could see it, still see Killa three belts. Well, we shall see. It will be a tough matchup for Killa Neptune, no doubt. Probably a really tough matchup uh, for that Powerball title. But Killa knows how to defend it. He is the longest reigning Powerball champion in R.A.W.F. history. This is second reign. We will see uh, if he can uh, come anywhere close to that first reign. But he's got a tough road to hoe uh, when it comes to the title machine. So, Paragon, I briefly wanted to touch on something uh, for you because uh, something outside of the company, if you'd like to talk about what you've been up to uh, on your free time, if you will, uh, about the, the beta test that you are trying out. Would you like to talk uh, about that? or? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, I, I can I can talk about that because it's still tangentially um, related to RAWF. I, I've, I've currently set forth the um, – the the basic plot and rules for a, an event that I'm trying to work on and the idea of, of this event that I am working on, um, which I will give a brief overview of momentarily, is is that I'm I'm trying to work on this event that if I'm able to um, successfully test it and prove that it works, it may be something that I would want to bring to RAWF at some point down the line, uh, given that. Uh, Clearly, I, I spend most of my free time still in service of RAWF. I, you know, worldwide press tours. So when I'm in other companies, I'm still waving that RAWF flag. This event is very much um, still being put together with RAWF in mind. But I didn't want to waste the time and resources of RAWF for a potentially failed project, which is why uh, I've, I've started this company. It's a it's a, a game slash event. Uh, that I'm calling right now the Elimination Chamber. It's essentially a social deduction game wherein 9 to 15 players will be given a role specific to professional wrestling. But the catch is some of these players are faces and some of these players are heels. And nobody knows who the faces and who the heels are. So you are all given information as to if you are face or you are heel and what your specific role's special ability is. For example, um, you could be given the role of the veteran or uh, the entertainer or the internet darling, the, these kinds of tropes within the wrestling business. And when you're given one of these roles, they each have their own unique special ability for gathering information about other players. And what you do is through a series of talking to the other players, uh, wrestling some matches, you are able to piece together information that each person has gathered to try to figure out who are the heels and who are the faces. The goal is the heels want to eliminate the faces from the game and the faces want to eliminate the heels from the game. But because nobody knows who is a face and who is a heel, anybody could be lying. And that's the game. 
being able to use your wits and various mechanisms throughout the game to be able to confirm concrete proof that somebody is telling the truth or not is how you are able to solidify the information that you're given and find out who you want to eliminate from the game. Of course, it's a, it's a very complicated, there's a, there's a lot more to it, but that's essentially the elevator pitch. And at this moment, I'm running a beta test for the company. I've been sharing a scene. I, I want to get one or two more players uh, before I try to run my first game with it. And I know what everybody's thinking. A long, complicated game, no payouts because I'm just beta testing it, and there's a good chance it won't work, and it requires a lot of effort. I mean, shut up and take my money, right? <laughs> that being said, uh, I I will be continuing to share the scene. Uh, hopefully, uh, within the next couple of days, I can try to get the first game started if I have enough people to test it out. Uh, I know that it's a bit of a pain, the idea that this could require effort and uh, have little to no payout, but the the idea is, I want to get this perfected before I make it a real thing. All right. It does sound quite complicated, but it sounds like it could be a lot of fun, too. Uh, I guess it will come down to the execution. It's a good thing you're doing some trial runs on it, but it does sound extremely fun. Uh, so a little bit of – sounds like it's a little combination of Clue, Survivors. It should be interesting, very interesting. All right. Uh, with that being said, Paragon, good luck to you. Keep us informed on how that's going. And uh, so there oh, you go. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to bring back the First Lady of Anarchy uh, and Coogs. Yes. What's up with you? What's, what's We haven't got the chat. To chat with you casually. What's on your mind tonight? Anything? Oh, good gravy. Everything. I will be glad when my part of the personal appearances are over. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of curious about Paragon. Did he really have his heart set on Chaz? Uh, this is... Hmm. I mean, uh, where where are you coming you, from here, Coops? Are you brave enough to take on a mystery anarchist? Uh, I could I narrow mean, it down for you if that would help you make that decision. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm intrigued. Go. Where where are you going with this? I would I'd love to find out. Well. Chaz has had a situation, so unfortunately he won't be able to face you for the match that y'all were supposed to have at Graveyard. I don't know what the steps were for that, so you would probably have to fill me in on that so I can let your mystery anarchist know. However, we all know Allie has a match. And I have recently been notified that Beast Challenge has been accepted by Aaron McFadden, and they are going to be having a haunted house match. Uh, you'll have to get with Aaron for the specifics on that one, L.A. Okay. Uh, I've also been notified that Calvin Clark has accepted Nightcrawler's 
challenge for a one sec Halloween massacre. This is a hardcore, full strength, seven day time limit. No limitations on what moves you can use, including DQs. Every move set requires the use of a weapon that you are responsible to bring to the ring, and it happens in the electrified cage. And I can send you that if you need it. Okay, so we've got that matches set and that matches putting together some. So that leaves Akuma. Fabelle, myself, or perhaps I've talked in Stefan, my daddy. Uh, maybe I have Bubs coming back. Maybe Paige, or possibly my nephew, Icon. Um. That's a that is a real murderer's row right there. I mean, those are all some fantastic opponents. And I mean, if, if we're talking about a social deduction game like I was just a moment ago, uh, piecing together some information between all of these possible names and finding out who this mystery opponent is, is this, I mean, it, it's almost like you had a, a designed um, <laughs> a designed setup to just boomerang right back at me. Cause that is that is intriguing. <laughs> So are you willing to accept a mystery opponent in place of Chaz? You know what? Not only do I love a great challenge, I love a good uh, brain teaser just trying to figure out what this could be up until the time of uh, the pay-per-view. I, I absolutely accept. Yay. So now all I have to do is contact the person I want adorable. to show up. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Paragon is to face a member of a random member of Anarchy that doesn't already have a match. It could be any of these people that you just mentioned, and he will not know until Graveyard's the day of Graveyard Smash till till they come down the aisle who that person will be. Is that correct, Coogs? All right. Well, uh, that ought to be that could that could be a nightmare for you, Paragon. But it's Graveyard Smash, so what else is new? You're not wrong. It could absolutely be a nightmare, but I, I gotta say, I love a good mystery, and um, I, I am kind of finding myself here tonight on Superstars wondering if there was a production meeting before the show that maybe I wasn't involved in, and everyone's like, let's see how Paragon's gonna work on his feet tonight, <laughs> because between my uh, on-the-fly uh, GM report and this new mystery situation, I gotta tell you, you you know how to keep your roster on their toes. Absolutely. So, with that being said, Paragon of Greatness to face a mystery opponent at Graveyard Smash. Could be Coogs, could be some names we haven't heard from in a while. Uh, who knows? Should be interesting. With that being said, uh, good luck to you, Paragon, whoever it is. Coogs, Coogs, Coogs toying with you like she's, well, she does that to people because she's a cat. She toys. She <laughs> toys with things sometimes. All right. Thank you, Coogs. 
for that, and uh, we'll find out what happens at Graveyard Smash. Next up, let's bring on, well, let's see here. This will be interesting. Earlier this week, as I said, this man came into my office, drew me some pretty pictures, and uh, ruined my graveyard dip. I'm almost afraid to bring him on now, but let's find out. Uh, what he's got on his mind, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Why would 
never mind. Would you like some pizza? Or maybe El yes. Bacon? Don't you, oh, don't, some, you some don't you have don't you make a tombstone chalupa or something for Halloween? What have you got planned for Halloween? Uh, El Bacon. Uh, I I'm sorry, I'm still kinda confused by this outfit. I just Right. Um Halloween. What are we doing for Halloween? I just said last week, and now it's poof, right out of my head. I said last week what we were doing. Does anyone remember what we're doing for my menu? Because I don't remember. I don't remember either. At any rate, um, here has. So hobo. I like talk a about... chalupa, though. I think that even if we should add that too, I think that would be good. That'd be that'd be really cool. Uh, so Hobo, your thoughts on defending yes. the anything anything goes championship against the unsettled Chris Cage and what what uh, uh, steps you might be considering for that title match if you have have made that decision? Well, I was thinking about it a little bit, and uh, one thing that has crossed my mind is a one track mind match which means you can only move, use one move per move set. Uh, example, if you start with a hip toss, you must use it for the rest of the match. Rest of the set, not the match, excuse me. You can change uh, the move after every set. Uh, if you start with a turnbuckle, you must use it for the rest of the set. Uh, no bouts and uh, no defense. Coogs, did you get that? Sorry, Cooks. I was taking a nap. Uh, one track mind? Yes. You got it. All right. That will be your ma- that'll be your anything goes title defense against the unsettled Chris Cage. Unsettled King Chris Cage. Uh <sighs> any for the Anything Goes Championship. And then of course you also have the Hobo Jungle match against Liam O'Shaughnessy. Uh that one of course will be uh, in a, you'll you'll be wrestling not in a ring, but in a you'll be out in the uh, somewhere in New Orleans and surrounded by other hobos, and the two of you will just have a nice big old brawl. Uh, you looking forward to facing Liam? Yes, and I can promise you, none of us will be naked. Oh, I, well, I, Bo Cooper, I can't promise you about Bo Cooper. Uh, Whisker Titch, one arm Larry, I can't promise you about him. Uh, Sam Bird, uh, Pigeon Eater Bird, I, I'd like to promise you, but it all depends what's flying around at the time. All right. Well, Hobo, I appreciate you coming on. I hate to hurry you off, but I got several people on deck, and we only got about a half hour left. So if there's anything else you'd like to cover before we move on. Uh, the lip is zipped about your condition, L.A. You will get nothing more from me. Nothing happened. Uh, nothing to worry about. Uh, you will be I, fine. I, I, thank you. I'm glad, glad to hear that. Thank you, Hobo. All right. So that was Hobo Ezekiel. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have... Uh, R.A.W. Hall of Famer and our insane mofo GM on the line. Let's bring on. I'm the problem solver. Punchy meets the gator. I'm the fear of 
gentlemen he is the hell clown aggie joining us now on after hours aggie good evening sir how's it going there la how's it <laughs> how's it going you know i mean i hope you're great i do i i hope uh i hope you're great i hope that el bacon is bouncing his texts and, and making money off his taco uh empire and i hope that cougar is you know, licking her kitty paws and, and having the fun that she's always having. Well, I am stuck here in Dublin, Ireland, St. Vincent's private hospital. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're still in Dublin from Cat? Uh, from, wait a minute. We haven't, that's, that's been weeks ago. Why are you still in Dublin after almost a month? Well, See, why would Aggie still be in Dublin, Ireland, while everybody else is doing their thing that they love to do the best? Why on earth would I be here? Well, let's think about it for a second. Did you lose your passport? It starts with it start no. Starts with Luke and ends with Paige. That's why I'm here. I don't know if any of you remember, we had a still showing match. It was on the verge of being one of the greatest matches in the company's history. I decide, I don't know what I was thinking, but I decided to go high octane, sunset flip, which I never use. Clearly didn't work. So here I am. Here I am. I'm laying here. I've got this wonderful team of pale, red-headed, annoying-sounding idiots taking care of me. At least I have REWF insurance, right? (laughs) You know, (sighs) sitting here, reconstruct the surgery to repair some damaged MCLs and ACLs. Apparently, I broke my collarbone. <laughs> uh, my muscles completely detached from it. Uh, Luke managed to break my jaw. And here I am. Hooked up the tubes. But hey, the doctors are telling me that the procedures went good. That everything that happened to me happened for a reason. It was for the greater good for my health. For the company's sake, I'll be 100% well, at least able to walk. They have no clue if I'm going to be able to wrestle, so here we are, LA. I'm in freaking Dublin, Ireland. Ireland. Uh, Yeah, that was a very tough match you had against Luke, no doubt about it. What did you... Besides the injuries, did you come out learning anything, uh, any lessons from that match? Like, don't fuck with Luke Cage? And that was a, that you know, seems like a good one. I uh, I'm gonna give it to him. I did not think that uh, I thought I had it under control. Thought that I was bringing out a side to him that he didn't see before. Um, 
clearly I did, <laughs> but I forgot to detach his self, his own choices from that carnal, inner turmoil, freak, 2.5 times stronger strength within him. And now, well, now he is who he was before, but he's 2.5 times stronger. So there we are. Again, maybe that's also the greater good of REWF, clearly, because he's right there in the rankings. So who knows what will happen. Uh, did I, the, the one thing I did learn, though, L.A., uh, in all of this was, uh, well, one, don't piss your wife off, because apparently she didn't like us fighting. And then she's like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to go get uh, – Go to Hollywood, and I'm going to be the body double for Harley Quinn in the next film, Suicide Squad. So here I am. <laughs> ah, here I am alone, and she left me. So that's great. I'm just having a hell of a month, LA. Best month of my life. It can only go up from here, right? It can only right. be better. And Aggie, well, you it. know, at least you, at least you still have your Hall of Fame ring, right? I you know, I do have that. I do have that. And again, I, I, that's something that I've worked my entire career for. And um, I'm much appreciative for that. I look at that every day and at least I can know that I belong somewhere. Uh, Costa Nostra, I don't know what's going on there. It's, it's been nearly a month. Um, they're clearly doing just fine without me as I'm stuck here in freaking Ireland. Uh, I will say congratulations to Killer Neptune on winning the inaugural Insane Mofo Championship, which I'm just I'm waiting on a few little pieces to come in the mail. Um, it takes a little longer to get to you when you're in a hospital in Ireland, but I'm uh, I'm making the actual physical belt, and I've already been in talks with him to let him know that as soon as uh, I get those little two pieces left to stick to get on there, make it make it perfect. I'm, I'm going to be shipping that his way to uh, see him as, as the winner of the inaugural inaugural title. Re, re-inaugural title. So The uh, re-inaugural title. Correct. Yeah, so, Killa yeah. will become the second person in R.A.W. history to actually get a real, well, you know, a at least a title belt, physical title belt uh, here. Yeah. So, hey, you see him out there? Hashtag killer real belt. <laughs> Hashtag killer real belt. Uh, so, Aggie, when can we expect that? What is the next season of Insane Mofo coming up soon? Is it already, it's already started, correct? Yes, it has already started. Uh, well, the, the sign-ups have already started. Um, I'm giving it a, just a little bit longer for anybody to uh, to get in there. And if you want to get back in there, I believe I have the, the deadline uh, quickly, uh, November 3rd will be round one. So, um, the signups have one more day, so that's 24 hours from right now, uh, before I turn that off, I am going to get that link. And you can also look, uh, in the REWF network team, but I will, uh, post that very quickly, uh, there, uh, in the chat as well here on blog talk. So, uh, there it is. You guys got one more day. I've got about 20, four individuals right now including our champion uh so if he if he uh were able to um 
able to come out number one in the rankings, uh, he would get to shoot a stipulation for the championship match. So, uh, yeah, so we are we are getting there. I've got three more I'm going to add, so that'll put us at 27. And then one more day for any others that want to jump in. So, uh, hopefully I'll be out of Ireland, Boston, and uh, be able to get back to at least my office yeah. in the uh, WF headquarters. I, I I was unaware that you were still. I knew you were still. I knew you were you were still hospitalized or at least in under care. But I did not realize all this was going on. Uh, you, I'll have to keep better attention. But uh, hope you get out of Ireland soon. We need you. We need yeah, to see you here. In, absolutely, so. boss. Hey, I, clearly again, <laughs> as the doctors are telling me, and and it's being ingrained in my brain. <laughs> it's for the. Greater good, so whatever that means. All right. Ugh. Aggie, I got to let you go. Got to move on. But uh, thanks for calling in and, and uh, keeping us updated on your condition and on the uh, status of Insane Mofo. And so thank you, sir. And we'll talk. hopefully thanks, talk to you again soon. If there's anything I can do to help you get, get out of there, let me know. All right? Yep, just... Send me some liquor. Thanks. <laughs> that was Aggie, ladies and gentlemen, the Hell Clown, apparently still stuck up in Dublin, Ireland, after injuries suffered the hands of Luke Cage at Graveyard Smash. I guess I didn't realize how brutal El vacant that match was, truly was for Aggie, but damn. Uh, I mean, I will say got... this, his new ring protected his finger. You'll notice that wasn't broken. <laughs> that was about the only thing, apparently, that wasn't broken on Aggie. All right, next up, we need to talk to, speaking of someone with something broken, this man we just found out has a, a broken ankle, or at least a some chip bones in his ankle, yet he is still going to participate in their, bar- their live match against his brother at Graveyard Smash. Let's bring on this man. No, not that one. Wrong one. Try again. Still there when I put when I put weight on it, you know. I mean, 
it's not the first time that this type of injury has happened, but this is probably like out of all of them I've had, this is probably the worst kind. That's not good, Mark. I mean, we're talking about a career. Uh, we're talking about a career on the line. Your RAWF career is on the line at Graveyard Smash when you face your brother in this Buried Alive match. Uh, not being at 100% is suboptimal, I would think. Uh, the concern, I, I mean, I can still cancel this match if you're not good to go. I don't want to see you lose your career over this. Are you sure you was, you still want to go through with it? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Cancel this match. He will win. Well, I mean, technically, the well, I see what you're saying, though. It would be a huge victory, morally and mentally, even though it wouldn't be an official loss. Is that what you're trying to say? Letting me quit is exactly what he wants me to do. And if this match is canceled, he wins. Well, in that case, I'm assuming that means don't cancel the match. You're still going to go through with it. But, I mean, are the I hate to, I would hate to see a great RAWF career end just because you got injured. Uh if this is what you want, I won't, you know, as long as you sign the proper waivers, uh, the match will continue, will go on as no, as planned. You don't need to worry about that, L.A. I will be responsible for what I do to myself anyway. Well, as you say, Mark, if that's what you want, that's where we'll go with. But uh, that being said, talk to me about the match against Alex, now that it's only eight nights away, eight days away, what are your thoughts? Well, obviously, Alex, once again, is trying to get the upper hand on me, tripping me from the outside as I was going off the ropes, forcing me to chip a four-millimeter piece of bone out of my ankle. But if you think... For one second, that's just going to stop me as we are so close to Graveyard Smash. He's more stupid than I thought. You know what, Alex? Time and time again, you three have been trying to take the easy way out. So far, you've been successful. But if you think I'm just going to quit now, Let's face it. You're trying to take the easy way out, like I just said. Jump me from behind again. Try to take me out again. Well, that graveyard smash, it's going to be me taking you out. And I'm not just going to take your body. I'm going to take your soul. Hopefully your soul will change afterwards. Hopefully... At the end of the day, you will see the light. Barry, that imposter of a brother that I see before me. 
nine tens to bring back the one that has always supported me and the one that I have always supported. I am not walking away. I don't care if I even get crippled. You're going to have to drag me to that hole if you want to finish me. It should be and it will be a brutal match at Graveyard Smash when the Caliber Brothers go at it one-on-one. The loser, their R.A.W.F. career is over. Mark, good luck to you. Try to get some rest on that ankle and, uh, you know, we will talk to you hopefully next week and get an update. All right. I will update you at the earliest convenience. All right. That is the Crow Mark Caliber, ladies and gentlemen. Al Vacant, we said it earlier, it is not optimal for him going into this match. His career is on the line, and he's not going to be 100%. And an ankle injury can give you severely limit the mobility, as you know. Uh, Gee. It is... I, I, I... Right now, I, I, if I had been Mark, I would have canceled that match. I would have taken the opportunity to cancel that match, but pride, I think, and the absolute hatred he seems to have for his brother seemed to have won out. So we will you, find you know, out. I feel what like I, I said this earlier about someone else, but I'm going to say it again. Sometimes the cojones are better than the cabeza, you know, right? Like, you know, you yeah. got to maybe sometimes use the other head to do your thinking, is all I'm saying. Yeah, agreed. All right. So, with that being said, by the way, folks, I have extended the show because I don't not sure we will have the we need the time for our next caller uh, and a couple other callers after that. Let's bring on now our reigning world heavyweight cha- world heavyweight supreme fighter and ultimate gauntlet champion. He is Griffith, good evening, and what are you wearing? Uh, oh, this, it's uh, the latest uh, the, the latest creation for, uh, well, you know, for the R.A.W.F. Superstore. 
You like it? Bob the cameraman? Bob the cameraman now has his own shirt? Like, you know. And better yet, now he has his own representation. Oh, really? Yes. We'll talk more about that later. I'm. Okay. Well, with that being said, first Springs, first Supreme Fighter Championship, you will have to defend that at Graveyard Smash because you won the 32 to 1 event. You get to choose your opponents and your steps. Have you done so? Oh, I did. I tried and informed, uh, I formed a bird lady, but apparently she's not here to, to do her job. So I guess I, I, I have to do it for her. It's, it's fine. Okay. Oh, you Go would like to do that now? Then. I, I, I would prefer you do that now, yes. Oh, I see. Well, well, so, you know, the only rule I was given is that it had to be someone who was in the tournament. And, and you know, she was telling me who was in the tournament, you know, because I didn't, you know, the way the tournament goes, I didn't face everybody. Um, and she got to a certain name, and I was like, you know what? Stop. You, I don't I don't need to hear the rest. I like this, there, there's a, There was a person in that tournament that I always have a good time when I fight. He's just a fun fight. Now, I mean, I mean that in my sort of sick, twisted way of it being a fun fight, because by a fun fight, I mean, this is a guy who comes to the ring and brings everything he has every single time. And he's, he just truly relishes giving and taking some of the biggest ass whoopings you've ever seen in an R.A.W.F. ring. You know, so that's, you know, so when she said Redneck Avenger, I was like, yeah, him. That, that'll be a great fight. And then, and then she looked at me and said, but, but Griff, you have to choose your steps. Like, oh. I have to choose stipulations for a fight with Redneck? Well, there's only one possible, possible stipulation for a fight with Redneck Avenger. And that, my friend, is a beer room brawl. That's right. Hardcore anything goes tavern brawl. And between every single set, you got a drink. Wow. That's uh, I mean, you're right, and uh, that that is the perfect match to have with Redneck Avenger, no doubt about it. But um, drinking, it's, and, and you know, the bars in New Orleans, you got Bourbon Street, so I'm assuming you two are going to pick one of those bars uh, to have this match at. But uh, considering that you're also going to be defending the World Heavyweight Championship later in the evening, is it a smart idea to actually consume alcohol before this match? Uh, by the time, I mean, come on, it's it's me. By the by the time I'm at the next match, I'll be sober. Oh well, fair enough. Okay, well, that's gonna be a barn burner or a bar burner or something burner, certainly. When the Immortal Griffith takes on Redneck Avenger Supreme Fighter Championship in a bar room brawl on Bourbon Street, I like it. Certainly, wow. Graveyard Smash is certainly just going to be full of firsts, full of exciting matches, including the main event. It, Griffith, you will be defending that title against Mithras, the title machine, the World Heavyweight Championship. 
What are your thoughts just eight nights away from Graveyard Smash? <laughs> what are my thoughts? Well, uh, my thoughts are is thank God he's going to have just as many matches, actually more matches than I do, because, you know, uh, you know, someone else pointed out, I recover a bit between each match. You know, I, I have certain advantages. Someone else doesn't have that. So, uh, I'm thinking the advantage is in my favor there, but I mean, who knows? You know, he's 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 pretty well conditioned. He's been doing this a long time, and I mean, just well, look at him. Uh, I mean, he's not exactly someone who looks like he's gonna be a, a fainting uh, a fainting flower over there, right? So, uh, but it's gonna be a hell of a match, right? I mean, it's it's one of the top guys in the company. In fact, if I recall correctly, for the year's status, he is the top guy of the company, last I checked. Um, so, you know, hey, uh, he, he earned he earned the shot. We'll see what he can do with it. All right. Well, it is going to be a huge main event. And uh, since Mithras is on deck, we might as well bring him on. And maybe the two of you can have can have a little back and forth or something, whatever you want to do. Let's bring on the title machine now, ladies and gentlemen. joining us on After Hours. Mithras, good evening. Hey, Amadeus, how are you? Well, I'm doing good. You, sir, are going to have another busy pay-per-view in just eight days. Four big title matches. Uh, Two as as champion, two as challenger. Uh, So you heard earlier that you... uh, Randomly drew Slashy as your opponent for Hatfield and McCoy. Who your quick thoughts on facing Slashy for the Hatfield McCoy Championship? Well, um, a lot of you know former uh, Renegades. Uh, well, he's still a Renegade. Um, but yeah, we've uh, been around. You know, we've we've uh, met each other in the ring a number of times. And um, you know, some people may know that there's maybe a little bit of heat there, and that's cool. That's how it goes. Um, so that will add a little bit of, uh, let's call it spice to that, uh, to that match. And, um, what's kind of cool is I, Amadeus, you may know better than I do. I don't know. Has he ever held a title in RAWF? Yes, he has. He's been multimedia champion in the recent, and I do believe he's been tag champion as well, along with DW. So that's right. right, With with the more, that's right. Good point. Good point. Well, I was going to say, regardless, it's nice to see some, you know, new names, um, you know, I'm all about uh, new names and, and seeing new people uh, get up the ranks. 
um, even as I uh, like to be in the top five. Um, <laughs> but in any event, it is good to see some uh, new folks coming in, and uh, I think that'll be an interesting match. That that I think will probably be uh, to use the word interesting um, because it's not. Uh, something you see every day, you know, me versus him, especially in a pay-per-view. So I think that's uh, that'll be an interesting match to watch. Obviously, there's other opponents that that will be maybe as tough, if not tougher. So um, yeah, that that's that's that with the the match on Flashy. Um, you know, and and I I just got to say, you know, if there's two different approaches to how Flashy got uh, put in that match. You know, some people, well, Griff. Um, and others, um, I, I guess whoever has the um, you know the champion's choice title gets to choose their opponent. In I guess, and um, yeah, I didn't want to do that. I, I didn't want to you know dictate who it was going to be and try to try to get a certain person one way or the other, whether they're better or worse or whatever. I, I don't think Griff would look for somebody he could easily beat. But um, you know, I, I just put it up to luck. And, and I think that's kind of a neat way to do it. Um, and I appreciate judgment, uh, being willing to, to go with that kind of twist again, you know, to provide changes to RAWF, make it a little bit more interesting, a little bit more exciting. Um, because, you know, uh, Splashy actually was pretty high up in that tournament, I believe. And in fact, he may, I, I have to go back and check, but I think he may have actually come in second. Um, so I think that's, pr- I, I could be wrong on that, but, uh, that's, that's pretty, um, pretty cool for him. Um, no, it was Knox Boogie actually. Um, <laughs> I was totally wrong. It must've been a different journey. Totally All right. Well, anyways. Anyways, let's move on. Challenging killer Neptune yeah. for the Powerball title. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, your thoughts <laughs> on facing killer who holds the record for longest Powerball title. Rain, but I'm for, this is his yeah. second one. Uh, talk to me about facing Killa. You know, I I, I don't want to say I'm not taking him seriously, um, but <laughs> I'm not sure how serious I'm taking it. Not because of the title, but because he and I have met in the ring before, and I, I think I'm I've uh, I've I've got a, a, a pretty good record against the guy, and so um, I I think it's going to again be an interesting match. Uh, but I, I think I have a pretty solid uh, footing, and, and I have a pretty high confidence level on, on that match. Well, and that's understandable, but also understandable is if you have a high confidence level when you defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against STB, who, I, I mean, you seem to have his number every time that I've seen you two face off. Right. Yeah, well, the thing is that I don't know if folks know this, but STB and I have known each other from pretty much day one. And we were in several stables together outside of RAWF. Um, so there's not only, you know, the knowledge of in the ring, but how the other one thinks. And, um, you know, I, I, again, not an easy match by no stretch. I mean, it's, you know, you say I've got his number. Well, well boss, I got to say, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to, to come up with that number. Uh, it, it's not, you know, one plus one equals two. It's, it's you know, high calculus or trigonometry to, to figure out what the hell to do with this guy. Um, and so he's, he is a tough one. I, you know, I think I've got it, but I think it's going to be very close. And uh, right. I say that out of respect, not fear. 
All right. Moving on then to the big one for the World Heavyweight Championship. You and the Immortal Griffith, you heard the comments from Griffith here just moments ago. Do you have a response? Well, you know, it's kind of hard not, you know, what are you going to say when somebody says, you know, yeah, it's going to be a tough match. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, it is Uh, hard to argue with that. Um, You know, I haven't uh, actually started looking at his uh, uh, highlight reels and his previous matches, uh, especially against me, but against others, you know, he doesn't, um, he has a different work rate than I do. So there's not quite as much data or, or, uh, you know, film. I I can tell you right now, I've totally gone Lucha. I, all I do is high-flying moves now. Very good. Well, I don't know if you're watching, but so have I. I I've totally oh, great. So can we move but, this match? I'm not time? lying. I'm not lying about it. I'm actually doing it, man. Um, but in any... <laughs> it truly is. I yeah. watched it. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's, it's pretty funny, isn't it? Anyhow, um, <laughs> but in any case, uh, so I think that's going to be a tough match. I mean, everybody knows that Griffiths is hard, uh, tough as hell. Um, and I think that's another one of all the matches. That's the one that really could go either way. And I think it's not – I don't think either of us is going to be 100% in control of how that match ends up, to be quite candid. I mean, it's it's an anticipated match. I always anticipate it when you you two two are matched up on pay-per-view for whatever title. But uh, certainly the World Heavyweight Championship, the main event of Grievous Smash, is going to be something awesome. Uh, I'm going to give you each one couple minutes to say what you got to say to the other person, and then we will wrap it up with uh, our promotion. So Griffith, you're the champ. You go first. Not really sure what there is to say. I mean, we're gonna walk into an arena yet again, <laughs> have a match. I mean, look. I, I mean, I will say this. Apparently, you know, your big thing lately has been, you know, making it with new people, putting new faces in the spotlight. I'm saying you, you could just back out and just give the spot to some <laughs> new face. I mean, because we've done this a few times already now. Like this, yes, they've yeah. seen. It. I mean, admittedly the buy rates are already super through the roof and LA might have to give some refunds if you take me up on this, but uh, you know what? (laughs) I think you're right. I think the best thing we could do for the locker room, for those, the boys in the back and the, and the ladies perhaps, you know, is that for you to, to graciously step aside and hand that spot to say, I I don't know, like Johnny blaze, like that'd be great. I think he should have the spotlight. That's a great idea. Thank you for bringing it up. Mithras. You're very, very gracious. No. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I don't think uh, the boss would be too thrilled about that. And uh, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the uh, the implied uh, confidence in my abilities, uh, but I, I think I, uh, I I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, you know, because what the I hell? Might as well throw down and see what happens. Like I said, I don't think either of us is going to be 100% in control of what, how that match ends up. And, um, you know, that, that is the excitement, and I hope. And, um, you know, I just look around, like right now in the chat, and I see so much talent there. Um, and I just hope that, that we can get these folks up into the ranks uh, so that they'll be, you know, doing, um, you know, some, some uh, you know, contender matches for the World Heavyweight title down the road. Um, we haven't seen. I, I'd love to see, you know, for example, Wildfire. I, I think that'd be awesome. 
or uh, Cage, Chris Cage. Um, I look Cage too. What the? Um, you know, a lot of people out there that that uh, could deserve it or would would do well. Um, Maeve, uh, you know, would would be interesting. Although she and I uh, fought three times last year, I think it was for the world in title and and in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zeke, you know, or or even um, as I say, you know, Chris Cage or, or, or those folks. And there's there's plenty others. Mancunian maniac. Wouldn't that be just to see different people in that ring for that for that uh, for that win for that title? Um, Shamadeus, I'm supporting the company with all of that. That's not about me. It's about RAWF and keeping things interesting for the fans as well as the other wrestlers in your locker room. I will say this: we, there is one guarantee we can make about this match. Yes. This time we will not accidentally destroy another wrestler's car. <laughs> I don't remember that. What, what was that? Who, whose car got... Yeah, I, ha- I have a feeling that I have a feeling somebody else on the... There's going to be plenty of opportunities for other people to do that on the card. I don't know. But it you won't know. be our fault. <laughs> All right. Well, just keep your freaking hands off my Maybach and we'll be good. That's all I care about. All, all right, right gentlemen. The last time, actually. Gentlemen, thank you very much. It is a highly you, anticipated Lord, main event for Graveyard yes. Smash. Two of the greatest yes. in REWF history will collide for the World Heavyweight Championship in the Superdome in New Orleans just eight nights from tonight. Thank you, both of you, and uh, good luck to both of you. With that being said, folks, real quick, I'm going to read down some of the Randy M. Draw was a little busy in the background here. For tomorrow's superstars, I'll read off some of the matchups for tomorrow. Maeve O'Hare will take on Kayla the Governess. Claymore will take on Simply the Best. The Cougar to take on the Count of Monte Fisto. Uh, Raven the Enchanted will take on Eva. Paragon of Greatness will take on Denzel the Giant. The Unsettled Chris Cage to take on Johnny Blaze. Mithrish will take on Beast. Hobo Ezekiel to take on Kitty Kabam. Uh, Harold the Creep takes on Strangleheart. Teflon Sheik versus Knox Boogie. The Immortal Griffith, he takes on Wildfire tomorrow on See, Superstars. You called it. You called it, Mithras. I, you did. I <laughs> uh, you did. Judgment, oh, this one's interesting. This was a draw. Judgment to take on his new best friend in Killa Neptune. Mark Caliber will take on Dev. Uh, let's see who else is in the chat that might want to know who their match is tomorrow. Uh, Lord Dark Stingers out there. Let's see where is he at here. Lord Dark Stinger to take on S.G. Gibson. I know. I think Starlight was out there. Let's find her on the list. Uh, a lot of S names. So a list of, Starlight to take on BD2. And Razor is out there listening. He has uh, Well, he'll find out tomorrow. Oh, Razor to take on <laughs> Alley Knight. Alley Knight. There you go. So there you go, folks. And of course, everyone else We'll also get a match tomorrow on Superstars, the main event, Papa Shaker defending the Superstars title against Dr. Kent. 
All right, real quick, let's get some promos out of the way and call it a night. Uh, Hobo, anything you'd like to promote tonight? For once, uh, I'd like to promote our normal, regular superstars for once this month. What's that? Hello? Our our normal superstars this week. Uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. All right. Well, hopefully that happens, Mark. I'm sure, or Hobo, I'm sure it will. Mark, you're next up. What do you do like to promote tonight? Well, no wonder you got the name mixed up. <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna do this here. Um, as uh, some of you may know, I've already made uh, some signups for for my next. Um, Crown of Commonwealth event. I pretty much decided to rename it from King of Commonwealth to Crown of Commonwealth because we've actually had some queens for once. We've actually had two of them, surprisingly. Um, but yeah, as as all of you know, I'm always looking for some more competition. And I'm always looking for new names to to put in the event. I mean, it's one of my favorite events of all time. And uh, I think um, L.A. is going to be part of it. Paragon is going to be part of it. Killing Neptune, Uncle Frank. I mean, those guys are really good veterans when it comes to this type of event. Anyway, um, again, I'm always looking for new names to put in the tournament. So if, if there's any of you out there who are interested in partaking in the Crown of Commonwealth tournament, please let me know. Basically, if you win the crown... You get a shot at my world championship. Well, not mine. Mine is it's currently held by Chris Cage, who is also in the tournament. You win the crown, you get a title shot. Best of luck to those who enter. All right. Thank you, Mark. Paragon, anything to promote? Yeah, you know, sign up for the ultimate gauntlet uh, and keep an eye out on the feed. I'll be sharing the link for um, the information regarding my Elimination Chamber event. All right. Excellent. Uh, El Vacant, anything to promote tonight? See, I remembered what the, what the hell we're having in the, in, in, in the draft. Uh, it's pumpkin pie and bananas. I, how do I forget that, right? It's, it's, they're they're, they're going to be amazing. I actually had... Uh, I actually had uh, my my, uh, my my abuela work with uh, the, the elf lady in the, the kitchen to kind of come up with a really good recipe for the, the combination of the two. Just they're really good. Hmm. Sounds awesome. Thank you. That sounds good. Thank you, El Vacant. Uh, Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? What? Maeve? Yeah. Okay. Guess, guess, guess not. We'll move on. Uh, Mithras, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Nothing, boss. Thank you. All right. Short and sweet. Uh, last but not least, the Immortal Griffin. Ellie. This is going to answer an earlier question you asked, so just maybe perk up, listen a little bit. 
R.A.W.F. fans, you have cried out and your voices were ignored. You have demanded, demanded to see the true talent of R.A.W.F. And the powers that be here squash those hopes and dreams mercilessly upon the rocks of, well, actually the rules. But we don't need to go into that. So as of right now, I can guarantee you that this will no longer happen again. Your voices have been heard. And I, the R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Champion, have heard you. And as of now, I am the representative of none other than Bob the Camera Guy. That is right. With proper representation, Bob the Camera Guy will get his time in the ring and in the limelight. No more will we be hidden behind the dastardly machines that have held him down. From now on, he will be your hero. The hero you don't deserve, but that you begged for. Bob the Camera Guy. Let's hear it. Come on. Bob the Camera Guy. Boy. Ah, all right. Thank you, Griffith. couple things I need to cover. First, uh, from Coogs. She had to go, but she said, uh, Our Anarchy Avenging Angels Tournament has started. The prizes are listed in the scene. Uh, 3AA tournament scene, uh, which is this right there. And then from Unstoppabot, Unstoppabot tag signups are now open for the new season. Signups close October 31st. We have one late straggler here, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. R.A.W.F. gracing us with his appearance at the last second. Let's bring on. Randy M. Draw, uh, your thoughts on facing Killa tomorrow? No, no, no. 
Oh, my pets and killer the monkey. Killer, I'm just going to have to tell you right now. I'm going to have to give you a... Um, apparently, none of these other people can beat you, killer. So I'm going to have to remind you that you are beatable. And I'm going to have to be sure to beat you. And to teach you that you are beatable. And teach the people how to, how to fight you. Okay, well, that, that I mean... Yeah, okay. That's that's fair. That's a, that's good. And did Let's you get talk. my text message? Did you get my text message earlier about about Mithras picking his opponent and I and who yes. who, who got the yes. got the draw? Good, good, good. I I'm did. Glad you got it. I did. We've talked about that. He'll be taking on Slashy. <clears throat> I already discussed that good, with him. Good. Yep. So yes, yes, yes. Const- first of all, two, you have two important things to do uh, for next weekend. Of course, the first one is the costume contest. You and uh, others will have to judge the winner. Uh, first place gets first and second place each get a hundred and then fifty wrestler bucks. And then I think you said third place gets a shot of the Champions Choice Championship. Correct. 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 All right. So uh, it, you, they they still have a, a couple, at least a few days left to join the join the contest. Correct. Yes, they have they have until next week to join the contest. And I, I have to say, there's some there's some very creative people out there, and there's some lazy people out there too. Now, you people sitting around here doing nothing. <laughs> you, you, I mean, come on, guys. This is simple. You go in, spend a few wrestle bucks, put on a costume, post your image. It's not that hard. I mean, you sit back, everybody cries. I don't get a chance to do nothing. This is your chance to get a title shot. This is your chance to get wrestle bucks. I don't know how much more we, people want. What? How much more easier we can make it, other than us? Other than maybe, maybe I should just go through the roster and just put clothes on people and make them make them up <laughs> myself and put them in there. Can we do that? That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. That would be what I do. I may I may have to take the image and just put clothes on people and put post your image in there. And then judge. Yeah. No, also next week here. Uh, on after hours and a great and in New Orleans, where you will be hosting the RAWF Halloween co- Halloween party because you know what what yes. good, what good, what good are costumes if there's no party, right? You know, what's, what's, I right. mean, I realize people in New Orleans are used to people walking around in weird costumes, but you know, it's Halloween. We got to have a party, so and you got everything lined up for that, right? Yes, I do. Yes. All right, and we're going to have that. I have Casper well, and the ghosts are going to be performing. And, of course, El Vacant is always doing the catering, right? El Vacant is going to be doing it. He's got, some, he's got some ghost tacos out there for us. And, 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 and some different Don't forget the burritos. The, yeah, the burritos. Burritos. And the nightmare right. on... On 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 um, cannoli street. He got not a cannoli. What is a cannoli? Cannoli something Italian food. What's that little thing? Uh, what's that thing called? So, what's that thing called? You fold it up and you eat it, a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, All not right. a cannoli. Cannoli. Cannoli is something else. Cannoli is the Italian dish that 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 that, that they eat over there. It's, a, it's not even a dish. It's, I don't even know what cannoli is. Cannoli is nasty. Uh, well, a little baked tube with like a cheesy sweet stuffing in it. That's not cheesy Hill sweet bacon. stuffing in it. It's not sweet. Little bacon, are you doing chimichangas? Oh, oh, totally should. I like that. Thank That's you. Cool. Thank you. All righty. Well, 
gentlemen. Thank you all. Judge, thank you very much. And I look forward to our our uh, costume party, our Halloween party next week. Uh, you've been doing a great job lately at these events. I have, I've, you know, you need to post your costume too, Amadeus. Oh, here, no, man, I, here, just stand still. Let me take a picture over here. What? Hey, wait. I just That's that. not my costume. You're scary enough. You win. I... Thanks, Judge. All right, folks. Anytime, Next bro. week, we'll be right back here on RAWF After Hours. It sounds like we may get a wildfire call it in next week. Looking forward to that. Plus, we'll talk more about Graveyard Smash, have updated rankings, and uh, have a lot of fun, as always, at the Halloween party. So, for L Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus L Vacant. Say good night, sir. Good night, sir. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.